Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, welcome back to another episode. This is Ryan. And this is Lucas. And we're happy to be back in the studio with uh, Lucas here and, and uh, back at my, my kitchen table, the official studio. <laughs> welcome back to Minneapolis, homie. It's good to see you. Good to be back. Yeah. How's it in Florida right now? Warmer than here. Yeah, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> what is it today? December 4th, 2021. We've, we've never really announced that day we record these, but today is December 4th, 2021. So it's a, it's a brisk 30-ish out there. So our it's Florida chilly. boy here is... Yeah. Uh, He's still in shorts, so I mean that's weird, but <laughs> that's his thing. Grow up around here. It's not. It's not that cold. It's just yeah. colder than Florida. That's right. That's right. Well, I'll be joining you in Florida soon as well. Uh, as you guys know, I like to travel. We both like to travel. We both like to get out, and um, I'll actually come home with some Airbnb stories to share. Hopefully, I'm going to be go. uh, renting one of those unusual places. Unique. In, yeah, in U.S. Virgin Islands. Believe it or not, you can you can put as little as a tent uh, <laughs> on Airbnb. And in the Virgin Islands, if you're trying to go to the National Park on St. John, that's all they got. They got tents. They've got little huts. They've got little spaces. Um, I mean, alternatively, you can go stay outside of the park and go stay in one of the tourist areas and, you know, get, you know, uh, the royal treatment at like the Hilton or something for 400 bucks a night. Um, I'm trying to stay near the park. So it should be interesting. And the tent is very bare bones. So I uh, look forward to an episode about how that goes. I've got to bring my own everything. It's just a tent. And she, the, the, the host was very clear about that. Bring everything else. No pillow even. Okay. How do they get by with not providing essentials on Airbnb? You know that box about do you provide basic essentials? Uh. I'm pretty sure she unchecked it. <laughs> <laughs> right? So like, we don't have soap and no. toothbrush for you. <laughs> we don't have a... There's no hair dryer here. Um, there's like a, a toilet in some little building. And then there's a, the grill. There's a grill. A. A grill. For multiple people in their little tent city. I'm actually really looking forward to it. So, uh, all right. So, today's topic. Um, we have a new thing to go over. We actually moved this up the episode list, didn't we? Um, we, we just took all the episodes we were planning on making. We bumped this up because this came on our radar a few weeks ago. Something that Airbnb is providing now, in addition to the existing host protection guarantee that we have done episodes about and we've discussed at length in these in this podcast, um, Air Cover is the new thing that they're adding. So what they're doing is they're they're trying to be good listeners to us, the hosts. They've had listening sessions. They've had, um, you know, Zoom discussions with super hosts that were picked at random to give them their feedback. And they found that the host protection guarantee wasn't really as helpful as it could be. All right. So we don't like to, you know, take sides in any battle here on this podcast, right, Lucas? We, we try to stay neutral. Yeah. Okay. So, we don't sit here and tell you what you should and shouldn't do in terms of uh, one platform versus another, but we talk about Airbnb and VRBO mainly. Um, I think we've kind of touched on the fact that you, you know, booking.com didn't work out very well for you, that kind of stuff. But, yeah. So we try to stay neutral, but 
So we're going to do that here. We're not going to sit and, and insult the host guarantee that was in place prior to this new edition. Um, but it definitely was missing the mark in some situations, correct? Yeah, it was lacking on a, in, on a lot of fronts and, you know, they've strengthened it. Right. So now you, uh, because of the high-end nature of your rentals, have implemented safely on almost every reservation. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so you felt like prior to this air cover being added to the host protection guarantee that you needed to proactively fill that gap for yourself. Yes. Okay, so you're not the only one. Safely is uh, a very large insurance company now, correct? Correct. I believe they're uh, into the top 500 or top 100 privately held companies in the United States. Of insurance companies? No, all privately held companies in the United States. So they are... You know, on the fast track there, one of the largest vacation rental insurers. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mainly did it to fill the void. You know, Airbnb's host guarantee has, it's been lacking, but more so for the people on VRBO. VRBO's property damage protection is severely lacking. I'm not gotcha. going to... I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Your max damage protection is $5,000. And as as you know, and as the listeners know... You I've beat had, that on your, your one big claim. I've had one claim that was 15 k And, yeah. and if, it, if that wasn't on Airbnb... We'd be trying to recoup, you know, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars from the guest, with with no help from VRBO. With no help from VRBO. Okay, so so listeners, catch that little piece. Um, I don't know that we've defined. We we probably have. I mean, in fifty some episodes, we probably mentioned this before, but that's a really big deal to to understand that VRBO's host protection guarantee stops at five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like the. I the, feel like I haven't heard that. The contents and home structure. So it's just like when I had mentioned on the HPI episode, like right here in Air Cover, they have one million dollars of liability insurance on Air Cover now. Right. Um, they've always had that. They go through Generali. Well, like, that that was um, that was in the host damage protection guarantee correct. previously. So VRBO has liability protection too, but that doesn't cover your property. The only thing that covers your property is whatever damage protection you have, which is either a security deposit. You have your fifteen. Hundred, three thousand, or five thousand dollars setting. Yeah. That's it. Um, so, so here's here's the uh, the great news, the additional benefits. We don't want to sit and rehash what Airbnb host protection guarantee already did. We, we've already discussed yep, that. Yep, so yep, yep. Uh, we're sitting at uh, what seven minutes, six six minutes into this episode already. So we don't want to sit and repeat an entire episode about that. You guys can look that up. Host protection guarantee is is in another episode. Here is the differences. So host protection uh, previously had a million dollars in uh, damage protection. So let's say uh, a guest burned the whole house down. Okay, you're up to a million bucks, you're going to be covered. That's going to cover most properties. Um, Now, if you're in one of those luxury, really luxury, you know, mountain homes or whatever, vacation homes on the coast somewhere, and you're over a million you need to get extra insurance beyond that. I'd hope That's, you have secondary insurance. Yeah, that would be an assumption. <laughs> but in addition to that, now there's a million dollars in host liability insurance, which is huge because that's very helpful and that's a very good peace of mind knowing that, let's say, a handrail breaks or a stair broke and someone fell off of a staircase and, and broke a bone. Um, you now have coverage. Um, now, I'm going to stop right there and remind every single person on here that you absolutely need a customized homeowner's insurance policy. Yeah. And if you are arbitration, if you are a rental arbitrage type Airbnb host, you need to make sure that you have some general liability business insurance to cover the business you're in of being a host. Period. Don't 
go and rent a building from a, a, a property owner that you have an arrangement with and just not insure yourself. Don't do that. Make sure you're covered, okay? And make sure you're operating as an LLC first. Yep. Then the LLC has insurance. Hear me loud and clear on that. Don't count on these other insurances to take care of you, okay? Take care of yourself. All right. Number two, um, they have pet damage protection that's above and beyond what they used to have. It used to be the host damage guarantee or protection um, said, you know, we're going to cover some damages, but but pets are just flat out not covered. Like, that never made sense to me. It, it was almost like the Twilight Zone. You're going to tell me. Sense, yeah, what never made sense to me is Airbnb gets to tell me that I am forced to accommodate a service animal or a pet uh, service animal. But if that service animal were to mm-hmm. have done damage... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a lot of service animals that aren't service animals, and you just kind of well, have to eat that. We had an episode about that again with pets. Yeah. So, so remember, guys, we can't turn down ESAs supposedly, right? That's that's the yep. lo- that's the law. That's their laws. We read it out of the out of the policies during that episode. Um, but a lot of ESAs are not actual support animals. Correct. That's the difference. An emotional support animal doesn't need to be anything really trained. It doesn't need to be certified. It doesn't need to go through anything. Same with that. Same with that. But if an ESA shows up and wrecks a, uh, a rug, your SOL, according to Airbnb's previous policy. I've been denied on claims where a dog, they, they, they peed all over the carpet. Mm-hmm. The guest didn't really clean it up, and we got a nice stain. And, you know, we brought in the carpet That's cleaners unbelievable. to come and But it's the reality. It, was so. the reality. Was the reality. Now so that's now, changing. So now when your listings come in and your reservations come in, it says this. This reservation is protected, protected by air cover, they're calling it. Yes. And so it's it's everything that was before and then the additional stuff. So pet damage is done now, uh, covered now, and it says damage done by uh, your animals, whether they are disclosed or not. How many times as, as a host have we had where we our cleaners show up or we show up after they check out? And it's like, wait a minute, there was a pet here. That wasn't disclosed. Gosh darn it, I don't even allow pets. This person, you know, and then you find the damage. Well, now you remember the the previous policy said no coverage at all. Mm -hmm. Now, whether they disclose it or not, you're covered. You know, this is a big deal. That one piece. If you saw pet damage, just say the guest damaged it. Absolutely. Don't ever mention a pet, but now you can mention it. It used to be that you had to basically BS Airbnb and say, look, I guess their kids ripped this carpet up or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it would have had to be that, which, which doesn't feel right. I don't like having to do that kind of stuff. Now they're basically saying full disclosure, pet disclosed or not. Um, we're going to cover it. So that's good. Um, deep cleaning protection. Now, what does that mean to us as hosts that are experienced? Now the, the new, the newbies won't know why that matters, but the, the ones who've been at this for a little bit, you'll get this. How many times do you go into a unit after someone's checked out and the place is just destroyed? And I'm not saying that. They've punched the walls and vandalized the house. That's a whole nother problem. I'm talking about, holy cow, this is not a typical turnover. This is going to take two, three, four hours to clean when it normally takes one, right? In the past, I would have to have my cleaners give me an invoice, very special invoice for that one visit. And then I'd have to submit it and it would have to go through the guest and the guest would get to decline it, which they always did. Then you had to involve a mediator at Airbnb and... You, you got paid out maybe a third of the time. Yep. Maybe. Um, now they're saying, absolutely, deep cleaning protection. You know, if something happens, um, and th- this goes beyond just a dirty house. This specifically mentions 
removing cigarette odor if a guest smokes in your home. So if you're a no smoking property and you get a, a smoky smell, it absolutely takes time to get it out. Now, I have a lot of tricks to making it go away because I've, I've learned them over multiple years. Gosh, I could have a whole episode about how to get you know things out of your house, but Ozium is a spray that I swear by. So if you don't have it on your Airbnb you know, checklist, add Ozium, O-Z-I-U-M. You can find it on Amazon. I believe they sell it in a three or four pack. It's not cheap, but it is effective. And it is ridiculously effective. It's so effective, I brought it on a road trip with me where I was heading to a location that did not have any no smoking rules uh, rooms left in their hotel. And no Airbnbs were available. It was like one of those fall, like, you know, you go up north in Minnesota for fall colors. Every hotel was booked. Okay. Yeah, Every yeah. Airbnb was booked. So I stayed at a casino that had nothing but smoking rooms left. I brought a can of Ozium. We sprayed the room down, left, came back 15 minutes later. No smell. I swear by that stuff. So have that around for that. And then, of course, air purifiers don't hurt either. Um, you know, just... Uh, uh, I forget the name of the one I have in all, all the houses, but anyway, um, little air purifiers, great stuff. But we can be compensated now for smoke smell, um, which actually sometimes the only thing to get smoke smell out of a property would be either carpet cleaning and time. Yeah. Okay. So that's where it comes into the next bullet point is income loss protection. Because if I'm renting a no smoking property, it's not about the fact that the person broke the rule. It's about the fact that the next person doesn't get the thing they paid for. The next person will have a, a non-smoking property that smells like smoke. And they, if they're me, they're livid. Well, that's not necessarily new. I've, I've actually been able to claim on the income loss protection prior to air cover being around. Right. Because um, I had that guest that broke that shower handle. Remember I called you about yeah, that yeah. shower handle? They broke that shower handle, which rendered that bathroom useless mm -hmm. for the first day because that was a turnover. So you turnover. had a two-bathroom place, right? Yeah. And, and now you had a one-shower place. And Airbnb basically. says that is a no-go because you said you had two amenities, two full bathrooms, and one of the showers wasn't working because the plumber couldn't be out there until a day later. Mm -hmm. And the check-in was that day, and the guest was throwing a fit over it that was checking in. Unfortunately, I know we roll our eyes like, come on, dude, it's just one day. The plumber right. will be there. And Airbnb put them in a different place and then refunded. it. They, took they, money from you. No, they they did the income loss protection. Oh, they did. They, they okay, gave me good. The entire amount for that reservation, good. and and I don't know what they did to the previous guest, but I filed the claim for it because I'm like, this isn't my fault. Did you get paid? I did. I got good. I got Airbnb covered the. Um, and this was prior to air cover. Prior to air cover. So, so how long ago was this? I don't know, maybe three Two months? three months ago. Okay, three yep. months, four months, ago, All right. three months. Well, very good. So so yes, there was income loss protection before. They're claiming basically it's more comprehensive now. Um, one of the big things that they've also changed is they're allowing, uh, they used to say, um, and there was a lot of debate about whether or not this was actually enforced. They used to say that you cannot file a claim for damages if the next guest has checked in. And the thing that bothered everybody about that, sometimes you don't know something's broken until two guests later, three, you don't need, sometimes you don't know who the hell broke it. You have no idea. Like... Somebody defaced one of your lamps recently, correct? Yep. And you got a photo from an, a current guest saying, we didn't do this. We found it. We didn't do it. But we just want to let you know. And you're sitting there scratching your head going, well, I don't know when that was. Who would do this? It's like four guests ago, five guests ago, one guest ago. It could be ago. any guest ago. Yeah. When, when's the last time you looked at the backside of a lampshade? Yeah. Somebody drew a, 
uh, a nice picture on a lampshade and then faced it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and obviously my cleaners wouldn't look at the Yeah, they're not going to find that. And it, you know, it, I don't know how your cleaners operate, but mine uh, do a deep cleaning once a month. So once a month, I mean, literally everything's getting pulled away from the walls. They're washing the baseboards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going crazy once a month. That means 12 times a year they're digging in and getting every flake of dust out of that place. They wouldn't have noticed that for a month, you know? And so Airbnb is saying now that it you, you have 14 days from discovery, basically, of the damage to, to go ahead and put in a claim. Now, you can sit and read through the... Um, the, the particulars on that, and I, I, want, I encourage every one of you listening to look up Airbnb's air cover protection to get the details on that one. But um, they used to say that you had to make the claim before the next guest checked in, which meant your window time was basically nil. Because if you have a 10 a.m. checkout like I do, and and you have a 3 p.m. check-in. 4 p.m. check-in for me. You're, you're five or six hours, and you, you somehow can't let the next person check in before it's fixed? Otherwise, you lose the ability. Before the claims, like, are you kidding me? Like, no, that's that's not possible. And by the way, guys, I have a day job. I own a very successful remodeling company. I'm not making claims at noon on a Wednesday. I'm running sales. My cleaners are in there cleaning, and they they might wait till they're after they're done cleaning to send me the pictures of any damage they found. Yeah, you know, and it's like I've been denied those claims by Airbnb because of that window. So this is a big deal. That's a great change. That's a change. It's a wonderful change. Um, they're claiming that they have quicker reimbursements now up to, uh, uh, for faster payouts. They're, they're saying, uh, nine days on average. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know how that's much different. I've never tracked it. I, and I feel I like don't that's... think it's ever taken me nine days to get my money. Like if, no. if I debate something with Airbnb and the guests, the only time frame that's mattered is that they have 72 hours to, to accept or decline. The guest does. My request for money, and then Airbnb might, take and then they day. jump in, and then they're involved. I've always been paid in like four or five days. Yeah, you know, um, so I'm okay. Nine days on average, they're saying quicker reimbursements, you know, but fine. they're they're pushing that because you know, like with Safely, like I told you, Safely makes sure to pay like all claims within. I think they say their average on all claims, regardless of cost, is within yep. three days that you're paid out, and they they wire that directly to your account the yep. same day it's done, so you don't have to wait. Exactly. Um, so last item, uh, which the expanded coverage to, to talk about the expanded coverage of air cover over the host protection is fast track for super hosts. So here's a benefit for being a super host. We've had a whole episode on super hosts. Doesn't matter. Does not. This, uh, this makes sense to me. I should be rewarded for being a super host. I should have the ability to get through to somebody quicker. I've always enjoyed. I have them saved on my phone, the super host Airbnb mm-hmm. support line because right. they pick up immediately. What's the number? I don't know what it is. Just kidding. It's, it's, it's saved in my phone. It says We, we can't give that out, yeah, guys. I can't give you that can't out. We got to earn that. You have to, yeah, you got to earn that. But it's just, one more thing. it's just one more thing that Airbnb's added to the Superhost layout yep. um, to encourage you to make sure you're meeting the 4.8 and above. Yep. Um, but you'll have to go back and listen to that episode to see what we think on the whole Superhost process. Yeah. Uh, one last thing to point out that the air cover is always included and is always free on Airbnb. So Airbnb... Uh, you could you could make a, a, a statement that they're doing this for multiple reasons, um, but I believe personally that the main reason is because they're watching their hosts use uh, third-party insurance companies to fill the gaps, and most importantly, this does differentiate them above and beyond uh, other hosting platforms. Which um, after the debacle around the pandemic, where people had a bunch of their um, listings removed, uh, their reservations, let's just say, removed. Um, without their consent, there was a there was a bit of a PR problem there. 
So Airbnb is pushing themselves um, ahead of the pack just a little bit and making themselves a bit of a stronger competitor in the field. So um, so that's all I have on it. Is that good for you, Lucas? That's pretty good for me. All right, sounds good. Guys, uh, listen, uh, look us up on the old Instagram there and, and leave us a message if you want to compliment us, leave feedback, or give us uh, something, you know, uh, a show topic you'd like to hear, anything. We'd love to hear from you guys. Rate and subscribe as always. In the meantime, be the best host you can be and go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.